0: This is Ashley and Maggie, and you're listening to The Watering Hole, a place where animals and animal enthusiasts regularly drink. Every episode, we'll talk about different animals and why they're cool, from basic biology to the threats they face and what people are doing about it, all while under the influence. <laughs> Bye. It's episode three. It's episode three, and I'm
1: already under the influence. <gasps> I'm not going to lie. This is feeling pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to be giggling a lot tonight.
0: Oh, good. That's the yes. best, though. Yes. Well, we got some pretty cool animals lined up. So. We do. I mean, it's every night. Every it's time. A- every episode. Yes.
1: Yeah, um, I'm super excited about yours because I don't think I've heard of it maybe once or mm-hmm. twice in my life, but then I chose a pretty common animal, mm-hmm. so I think we're balancing each other out tonight, yeah. I'm excited for. it. Both ends of the spectrum going on. Yeah. So I'm gonna take a swig of my wine here,
0: but do you want to go first or should yeah. I go
1: first? I'll go
0: first. Okay. So trying to think of a reason why I picked my animal. Oh, that's yeah. And there wasn't one except for like something like from the start, I was like, this is one I want to do, and I don't know why. Hmm. I can't say I have any kind of special connection to this animal. It wasn't one that I didn't read any story. It's just something that I've always known about, and okay. thought was interesting, I guess. Okay. But yeah, so my animal this week is called uh, the Injury. I-N-D-R-I. What are you... What? Okay.
1: <laughs> ah, that's what it is. I just Googled it. Oh. Uh, listening audience. And I shouldn't have. I should have given you... <sighs> So, I honestly thought it was going to be some kind of hooved animal.
0: Oh, are you disappointed? Not at all. Okay. Because I'm
1: I'm really excited to now know something about this creature that I've seen before, mm-hmm.
0: but didn't ever associate with the name. Yeah. So, the injury is not hooved at all. It has no hooves. It is more actually... More like us? It's more like us. It is a primate. It is actually, uh, more specifically, the largest of the Malagasy lemurs. That's, uh, ah, when I saw this picture, I was like, that looks like a lemur. Mm -hmm. Got it. So for those who don't know, um, lemurs are primate. So they are like us, but a little bit more distant. And physically, at least for Maggie and I, they're distant because lemurs only inhabit uh, Madagascar. Yes. Um, So you will not find them anywhere else. The injury like I said is the largest. However, it only weighs an average of about 15 pounds. Oh, that's so tiny. Yeah, so like the weight of a pug or anything kind of <laughs> <No. laughs> Um, one,
1: the weight of a pug,
0: you know. Case,
1: my gosh, there which, was a, there was a pug at the dog park the other day. Stop it. Oh my gosh, he was trying to keep up with my dog who is a Bear, gigantic a
0: bear of a dog. He, I and don't think he qualifies at all. The wheezing that was coming out of that oh, God. thing, but oh, he was happy. They're so excited. I, I, I think it's always the smallest dogs the dog park They're like, I can play with everyone. I know. I know some regret it, but anyway. So um, they don't weigh a lot. They their height is like two little over two feet. Okay, so uh, a little less than less, a meter. <laughs> less, than, less than a meter. It was like sixty-two centimeters or
1: something yeah, like that. Not that much.
0: So they're tall, but. If you think about it, like, for, wait, they're pretty s- slim. Like, you know, they're not chunky. They're lean? They're lean, yes. yes. They're lean lemurs. And what's other than being um, the largest of the Madagasy lemurs, which mm. is kind of redundant because lemurs only live in right. Madagascar, so... yeah. yeah but I guess if you want to sound fancy. But it's super unique for its short vestigial tail. Oh my gosh, you and that were. Uh, I know! Yeah. It used to be weird teeth on a narwhal, but basically it's a stump of a tail. It's mm-hmm. like two centimeters long, and wow. um, it's vestigial because if you think about, you know, primates that do have tails, which is all their primates except for great apes right. and gibbons, yeah. they'll use it for like when they climb trees and everything, helps right. them balance. Um, but yeah, so they don't have, they don't, Need it, so it's got kind of a short, short little stump left over. Now, tell me, other lemurs Mm -hmm. have tails? Yep. So I believe this is the only one that has this little stump. Wow. All the other ones have tails. And I did not find any research to say, like, why it kind of developed to not have a tail. Because it's also very interesting, which I'll get to a little bit later, is that it's pretty much completely arboreal. So arboreal means that they spend their time in trees mm-hmm. and it's rarely ever seen traveling on the, on the ground.
1: Whereas other lemurs do frequently mm-hmm. travel on the ground and they yeah. are seen doing this hopping yeah. motion. Yeah, kind of do like fun little dances they hop yeah. like side to side. Yeah. Do you know how many species of lemur there are in the world? Well, in Madagascar because mm-hmm. that is the only place they are found in the world. I don't, but if you hold on I'll google it. Yeah, I'm curious about how many species there are. Ooh! There's like 17?
0: There's 17 species and 8 genera. I was right. I was right? Uh, yeah, you were. With a wide range. Let's see, the smallest one. Oh, they include the smallest primate in the world, Madame Berthy's Mouse Lemur, which weighs what? 30 grams. Oh my goodness. A smaller one in uh, the Amazon.
1: I know what it looks like. It's that little golden lion primate. Golden lion tamarind?
0: Yeah, I thought they were the smallest these guys are three point six inches. A gold line tamarin is like is one point four pounds, but ten inches. These They're guys are fur. thirty grams or one point one ounce. What? Right? They're teeny tiny. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. The you whole know, okay. story is there's a large range of sizes in, in the in animal the kingdom. Family. Um, but yeah, so the injury is the largest one and still only 15 pounds, but still the largest. Mm Um, with their tiny little tail. If you're looking at them, they have, they're known for their their big yellow eyes. Although one website I was reading said green eyes. So I Mm -hmm. guess it depends on the lighting. Large black ears, they usually have black fur with some white, depending on what region they're found in. They'll differentiate a little bit. Like I said, they're most arboreal of lemurs, so they're rarely on the ground. And when they travel around, they hold their body upright. Um, so they're known as a vertical clinger. Um, so the kind of, that one, one of the things. That's what my last boyfriend
1: called me. <laughs>
0: I have no idea what that That meant. was good. That was real good. That was good. Stick with it. That was really good. But one thing, lemurs have always, I always thought were super cool and not, Made it sound like it was past tense. I still think they're super cool. I think they're even cooler now that I've researched them. But they do, a lot of them do travel upright. And it's, like, very human-esque because, obviously, we're bipeds. You know, we walk upright on our two feet. Mm -hmm. And it's always kind of, like, weirded me out a little bit because they're, like, so like us. Yeah. Um, In a good way, weirded out. Yeah, it's just crazy to see
1: how evolution has branched off into so many different directions, mm-hmm. but being in the primate family, we do have such similarities. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this this characteristic worked across the board.
0: Let's use it again. Why not? Yeah. Like all lemurs, uh, injuries are found only in Madagascar, but these guys are restricted to the north and south strips of the eastern rainforests of the island. Mm, okay. Think that means they're not towards, like, the center? Right. Um, they live in primary and secondary tropical forests primarily humid forests uh, on in mountainous terrain and also steep terrain okay so they like the mountainous mountainous edges to climb on great um and they're also foliovorous do you know what foliovorous means i
1: don't but let me guess um can you spell
0: f o l i v o r o u s that's what i thought folio
1: Oh man, I'm gonna know it when you say it because I want to break down the mm-hmm. what are they folio like foliage. Oh, okay. So does that mean that they their color is allows them to blend into their landscape, like they
0: avorous like carnivorous. Oh, they'll eat.
1: They'll eat forest
0: stuff. they Yeah, <laughs> got we got there. We got there. Uh, so they eat primarily leaf. Under the influence. <laughs> Brand's working about half speed right now, but yeah. it's okay. Oh, it, it's at half speed, and it is hot in it this is room. Holy really Nikes. Yeah. It's pretty toasty yeah I need to take off my shoes I need <laughs> my feet like that's you know, that's, that's the of object them? of clothing you want to take off your shoes well for for one it's the only appropriate piece that I can remove right now <laughs> but also I feel like heat gathers quickest in my feet
1: oh my gosh I, I just want nothing
0: on me all right well that's a different podcast um, so foliovorous folio relating to foliage, so, um, leaves, greens, and vorus. I don't know what vorus means, but, like, think of, like, carnivorous. Um, Eater so they of. eat mostly leaves. They'll eat flowers and fruit on occasion, but leaves is kind of where it's at. In terms of their behavior, it's interesting because they're one of the few, uh, mammals that have long-term monogamy. That's great. So they're monogamous. Um, they only find a new trying to new figure name. that out for humans. Right? Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, so the only time they find a new mate is after their original mate dies. Aww. Um, and it's just the so death interesting. Death do us part. It's interesting to me because I know like, um, what are the small tamarins, I believe are monogamous. Mm, but monogamy, it's in, in terms of like in mammals, is not super common. In that's birds, right. it's like ninety percent are monogamous, mm-hmm. but it's not as common in mammals. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And what's also really cool is that they live in a female dominant society. Woof woof. girl power um so the females tend to be slightly uh way slightly more than the males i forgot to say that earlier <laughs> and then also something that was weird that was not explained but mentioned in multiple articles was that they have they do group urination and defecation so like i don't think it means all the time, time to go poop but like, everybody it's like a group poop like they'll group get up poop. like i said like they'll <laughs> get up in the morning and like start to forage and then they all go <laughs> Which group like poop. group poop uh, so <laughs> that was just interesting and again there wasn't a lot about it but uh, it was something to know what they do they're also known um for their loud distinctive songs um Let's and then, it. so i have a video so you'll hear the audio of their call and i don't know how well this will play we'll see Noises. Maggie and I literally just stared at each other with our mouths agape, and, and every time something a new noise happened, like we just open our mouth wider. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing, was but it was weirdest. like, I was like, this is right. This feels right. <laughs> But um, yeah, I was thinking that too. I just wish what I had it? that on
1: camera. I like, know RVX it's hard to to,
0: to to really put it into in a podcast. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, I guess you that'll can be say for we the was, Instagram later. We we're just pictures, a video of us being like, I can't even do it because it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but <gasps> isn't this a cool? Could you, you imagine walking through the forest
1: and of Madagascar that. and hearing that? So I especially will, okay. Go ahead. I will say that when I was in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. I was at a wildlife sanctuary and heard um, gibbons. Oh, my God, yes. And just hearing that off in the distance is so amazing. I, I remember one time when I was in Panama, I woke up to howler monkeys. Mm-hmm. Just these noises that we're not accustomed with. Right? Like we might be used to waking up to Canada geese or something. Mm-hmm. I wake up to fire trucks because I
0: live right near a firehouse.
1: I would much rather wake up to yeah, this. Yeah, I hear buses in the morning. Mm. It sucks. Sorry. you' were, but, so much better. Right?
0: I just want to go so live out in the middle of the forest. I know. Wake I know. up to... Maybe I need to sit... This. I was just... I saw Maggie earlier. But I was having trouble waking up in the morning just because... Why? Wake it's up so to... So cozy. Wake up to nature. Just put, put an injury call. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Before I like completely come to you and be like, what is uh, happening? Uh, My dog would... The fuck oh my out. gosh! Oh. But yeah, so they make super cool noises. Um, and one researcher had I had like the vocal categories, so like you know, how there's like different names yeah. like for what how to classify their yeah. sounds. And so their vocal categories include roars, hoots, honks, wheezes, hums, grunts, and kisses. <laughs> and that was like going I was like roar, hoot, wings, <laughs> hum, <laughs> like, is that what it, the kisses one gets me? <laughs> So just oh my gosh. dream.
1: That describes everything I do.
0: Right? That's I pretty much don't. That's how the only way I communicate:
1: <laughs> grunts primarily, grunts and wheezes. That's definitely. <laughs> me. Oh, uh,
0: snorts. That mm. would have to be added mm-hmm. to me. Like, oh God! I've become such time. a snorty. Laughed. laugh. I'm sorry. I may have. I may have rubbed that off on you. At oh the old office. It's either you or my mom. My mom I does know, all the time to too. Us. It was a com- combined effort. Oh group effort. So, uh, just a couple other cool things about them, um, is that there are a lot of legends surrounding them. Legends? Yes. Of the hidden lemur. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You were so, like, serious when you said that. Um, so they're considered a sacred animal, which, in theory, should help them, because it's a taboo to to hunt them, so originally people wouldn't hunt them, but people still do. Right? Like... You even say it's taboo to hunt them. But most of the legends involve, like, a boy going into the forest to collect something and then getting lost. And then when the father finds him, he's the injury. Mm-hmm. And then part of, like, the whales, uh, like, the sounds that they make is them, like, crying out for their father, like, to find their father. There's one where whales,
1: as in like whaling.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. W a i l l i n g.
1: Not
0: (laughs) not. There's just whales like
1: flying through the air. I
0: was like, oh, so I guess the myth like they (laughs) returned to the ocean at some. point. Yeah, totally. Um, No, but then uh, there's also one where a boy went to the forest to collect honey, um, was stung by bees and fell from a tree, and the injury caught him, which is Mm -hmm. why he's he's sacred. My favorite though was that one like myth is that. They're believed to be sun worshippers. The injuries are sun oh, worshippers, okay. mainly because in the, they've been seen when the sun rises in the morning that they'll sit and face it with their legs crossed, their back straight, their hands low with their palms facing out, resting, oh, wow. and their eyes half closed. So they're which meditating. I think is so. Yeah, essentially, it looks like they're meditating. Which. um I think it's more of it's the sun is warm and I'm just warming up, and (laughs) the pose that I'm in just happens to look like meditation. Collecting sunshine. That's it. (laughs) It says biologists are hesitant to call the behavior sun worship, as the term may be overly anthropomorphic. Oh, which is vague, right? (laughs) I was like, "Mm, yeah. Um, For those of you who don't know, anthropomorphizing
1: animals mm -hmm. is something we all do, and it's when we project human emotion or action onto Mm. animals.
0: I believe we touched on that a little bit last yeah. episode so yeah. something that comes up a lot. So, uh the main threats to these guys is that uh, habitat destruction and fragmentation which is common throughout all of Madagascar uh, due to a lot of slash and burn agriculture is when mm-hmm. essentially they just burn down the whole forest so that they yeah. can grow crops which is really not great. And then uh, also just regular logging and fuel wood gathering. So, so habitat like biofuel, destruction what
1: they use to
0: yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. Um. So basically, they're just losing their habitat, and when you're specific to one island, you're only found on Madagascar. You literally have no options You to go. are already very rare. So, um, they are IUCN listed as critically endangered. Oh, shit. Mhm. But here's the thing: their population pop, mm, population estimates vary from either from a thousand to ten thousand. Which, really when I read that, I was like, okay, this person just doesn't have their facts. And then I went onto the IUCN website. And that's what's listed. It's probably because
1: they are so arboreal.
0: I guess so. That would make sense that you can't, like, see. <laughs> should I just, should uh, I not talk through the pour?
1: <laughs> no, I think that was a great sound effect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, I'll just pause while you pour. My second glass. My um, second glass, in these cups, it was more like my fourth. That's true. These are large cups. Shout out to my roommate because I borrowed these from her. Thank um, you. <laughs> so, that could be part of it is that they're harder to keep track of when they're sure, open. Sure,
1: and, and they're... You said also that they rarely come down to the ground, mm. so it's harder to track them. Like, mm-hmm. we don't spend our lives up there in the yeah. canopy, so. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and so one group that I found that's doing a lot of work in uh, Madagascar Protected Areas specifically is uh, the Rainforest Trust. They used to have a campaign kind of specifically for injuries. Now there's one for, I think uh, I think it's a different lemur. Um, they had, like, raised the funding for, for that one, um, but... Anything in Madagascar, since habitat destruction is you know the main force they're fighting right now, mm-hmm. anything to conserve those protected areas, yeah, and what was really cool reading about them is that they work with the communities there to find find solutions um that's good, which is important where you can conserve an area, but you have to realize that if there's people living there, the only way it's going to be conserved is by working with those working people with those people
1: rather than against land. them yeah. so So, from what I'm aware, Madagascar is an extremely impoverished Mm -hmm. nation, and it is just wrought with illegal logging and corruption and natural resource exploitation and extraction. You know, I would actually add another plug here for organizations, because it's important to be aware of all of the issues that face wildlife and habitat loss, species loss. An organization that's doing great work is the Environmental Investigation Agency. And they they're trying their darndest to not only uncover the problems but then propose solutions mm-hmm. to those problems to governments and policymakers. So they're a pretty cool organization.
0: Beautiful plug Maggie.. <laughs> so that's the injury. Honestly, I would love to do, I'll probably end up doing however many episodes we do, I'll probably do another lemur. Um, awesome. Because lemurs are just so cool. They're Primates in general are, And they're so awesome, charismatic. They yeah. really
1: are. I mean, you just watch them for a little while, and because they behave similarly to us, you can find them relatable. Yeah. But they're but, animals, so they're cute, and it's fascinating.
0: Well, then you see them do things that, like, are you okay? Yeah, my phone just made a noise. Oh, I thought there was a bug. It looked like a bug landed. It's down.
1: hot enough in here for fucking bugs to swarm, like mosquitoes. Good one. Sorry.
0: Um, one my I, when I, I I visit the national zoo a
1: lot. Oh, you do! I, I, invite I, me. I love to go there. I, the do fir- when I, I moved, not go at the same time. I
0: don't know. I haven't gone in a while. I will admit that. Um, even though it's really great to go to zoos when it's cold, mm-hmm. um, because there's less people, mm-hmm. and depending on how cold it is, if it's not too cold, animals animals will, are more active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But no, when I first moved to DC, I went to the zoo all the time because I didn't Aww. know anybody. So I, And I lived pretty that's close a great by. Place to meet and I would just go. And then I had a photography class, and they're like, you're going to take a lot of photos. So take photos of things you like. So I was like, here I go to the zoo. Nice.
1: That's <laughs> so I've, cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, the lemurs there, I think they have, what are they? They we have, have, a have a few. red, rough lemurs, mm-hmm. maybe some kind of black and white. I'm not sure. I know but, they have the red, rough lemurs. Yeah. Um, they definitely have red, rough lemurs. Um, but they're just so entertaining to watch because, again, in so many ways, they're like us, and then you see them swing through three trees, and I'm no. like, I don't know how this is possible, but um, yeah. So they're super cool, great, yeah. So I'm that was my really crappy segue. No, to... that was it.
1: That was an okay segue. Nice I'm example. I am just going to preface my segment with I'm extremely warm and definitely under the influence. So this is going to be great, a fun episode. On the Earth's tallest living animals, the giraffe. I want to talk about the giraffe today. Also known as the giraffa camelopardalis. Oh shit, I fucked it up. No, try again. The giraffa
0: camelopardalis. Beautiful. Oh, I forgot to say that injuries is just interest, interest. Uh, that would, yeah. Which is one of, was my favorite when animals are just, their name repeated. Their name, Like yes. gorilla, gorilla, or yeah. bison, bison. Right, Sorry, bison, bison. but
1: giraffes. So, giraffes, even though um, their scientific name has the word camel in it, they're not actually related to camels, their only and closest living relative is the okapi, <gasps> which are a beautiful I animal. Love them. Um, if you don't know what an okapi is, go look it up. They kind of look like a giraffe mixed with an elk,
0: mm-hmm. mixed
1: with a zebra. But,
0: but there are no cubby. I'll also say a zebra, butt. oh, because their butts strike. True, <laughs> I but there are no cubby, <laughs> not where I was going, not where I was going, but I like it.
1: Um, so with the giraffe, up until recently, there was believed to be one species of giraffe with mm. nine subspecies. Ooh, The subspecies,
0: quandrum, but quandrum's not a word. <laughs> I was just going to try to steamroll over that. I was looking at you like conundrum. Conundrum is what you were... Isn't... All right. We're moving on. Okay. Um, (laughs) But in 2016,
1: it was confirmed that there are actually four different species of giraffe entirely. Now, okay. To the average person, you look at a giraffe and you're like, what? There's different kinds of these? This... In in that there are four different species, you can liken this to the difference between a brown bear and a polar bear. They're both bears, but they're entirely different bears. Mm-hmm. So that's how it is with that's how it is with the... It's not even a text message. It's just HQ telling me to come play <laughs> trivia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too, me too. Sorry, we're going to get short break to play <laughs> trivia? We're going to
1: try to win $250,000 HQties. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. Um, so, with giraffes, there are, um, as I mentioned, there are four different species. There's the northern, southern, reticulated, and the Maasai. Oh. They are um, all located in sub-Saharan Africa. They live on the grassy savanna as, and in wooded areas. They can live up to 25 years. They're herbivores, which means they eat mostly leaves, and they can eat grasses, but when you're that tall, you stick to the treetops. Yeah. Females can grow to over 14 feet tall, or that is 4.3 meters, and males can grow up to 18 feet tall, which is 5.5 meters.
0: Which is like me standing on top
1: of myself three times plus some. Right? That's, that's
0: really tall. That's
1: crazy. I love them. They are a really impressive animal, and they also kind of exude this calmness. Yeah. And, and just serene,
0: tranquil nature. Which is insane, which is... I don't want to jump the gun, because it's probably something you're talking about, but when, like, male giraffes fight each other, first of all, it looks like the most painful thing in the entire world, and you're just like, wait, 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 you were so serene. I know. Or, on the other end of the spectrum, how ridiculous they look when they drink water. They're so cute! Oh my goodness. It's my favorite thing, watching giraffes drink water. Actually,
1: I used to have a desktop background of a a giraffe's nose in water. Go ahead, Google it, you'll thank me later. Oh my god. So... Just basic biology, uh, continuing on with that. So giraffes can grow from 1,700 uh, pounds to 2,800 pounds, which is 770 kilos to 1,200. So they can get pretty big. Baby giraffes are born six feet tall. Oh my God, that's taller than me. And they can grow an inch every day for their first week. What? Yeah. What? That's huge. What? Wow. An inch every day, and you're born six feet tall. And um, the mothers give birth
0: standing up like oh, most like uh, mammals. April the giraffe. Was that her so, name?
1: I have no idea what
0: you're talking about. The giraffe that was on the camera, they had like a live stream. The camera, they're had- gonna need to listen, train it in here. Listen, <laughs> listeners, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Do you remember, lat? Was it tw- maybe it was probably 2016. Where April the giraffe was on a live feed Just remember at I'm a under zoo, the influencer.
1: but I have no recollection of this.
0: And she was supposed to give birth, and then she didn't for like they're like she's gonna give birth today, and then it wasn't until like a month later that she what? finally gave birth. Oh my gosh. So I was like, I'm pretty sure her name was April. Now you're making me think I'm crazy.
1: I don't know. So they give birth standing up, which means that this baby giraffe falls at least five feet, and that is how it is welcomed into the world. Giraffes live in small groups or herds no more than um, half a dozen on average, and they can run as fast as 35 miles per hour.
0: Ooh.
1: yeah. so some fun facts about giraffes before we get into the ser- more serious stuff. they have really strong hearts and they have to because they God, are pumping blood all that blood up to your all head. the way up those necks. Their hearts are about two feet long, so that's a little less than um a that's meter. like the size of an injury. <laughs> That is the size of an injury. Oh my gosh! Revelation. We measured
0: things in Adelie penguins. Now we can measure heart sizes and injuries. Who knew? Oh my gosh! The world is expanding. It is. It is. I love it. I can't imagine being in a giraffe because I get a head rush when I stand up too fast. I get head rushes in the shower. So they
1: don't because they're they're equipped for this. They have evolved for this. That's so their hearts, as I mentioned, um, their hearts are the size of an injury. And 25 pounds, um. so that's... <gasps> that's yeah. bigger than
0: an injury. I know. That's, that's like that's, a pug and a
1: half. 25 pounds is roughly 11 kilos. That's, that's a lot, yeah. And that's equal to like 50 human hearts, by the way. Anyway, their heart has evolved thick muscular walls, and their blood pressure is two times higher than most animals. Oh, wow. And that is to help pump blood up their long neck. Which is pretty impressive. It's crazy. Speaking of those long necks, how many neck bones do you think they have? Do you already know? I know. Okay. So you would (laughs) think with an exceptionally long neck that they'd have a lot of neck bones, right? They have the exact same as you and
0: me. Seven. (laughs) It's crazy. And that's when you're like... It's gotta be evolution because we got the same parts. We got the same even when the parts. neck is like extended to a bazillion times the normal so human cool. length. It's, it's still got those. Was is it seven, seven
1: vertebrae? Seven. That is In insane. Next, yeah. So each bone is ten inches long, oh, shit. which it means that their neck is as long as a grown man is tall. However, the weight difference. Their neck and the neck bones can get up to 600 pounds or 272 kilos. Holy fuck!
0: 600
1: pounds, just your neck. Just your neck. Good lord. I know. So, you mentioned this earlier. Males will use their necks in these fights with Mm -hmm. one another to establish hierarchy or to fight over a female for breeding, privileges, and... It can get really brutal. It can get insanely brutal. I mean, so to describe this, if you haven't seen it, these very tall, long-legged animals are, you know, standing so that they have a firm center of gravity. And then they just whip their neck into one another, into the other giraffe's neck. So imagine like I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Did you, you write know. this in your notes? I didn't. This is just coming <gasps> just to me on the moment. It. All right, I like the freestyle. You, I'm just gonna keep drinking my wine. Keep going, keep going. Um, but and I literally just brushed my shoulder off, but that was unintentional. <laughs> it was because of their dog hair. <laughs> so it's really it's amazing and the noise that emits from the them snapping their necks together, oh. it it can really just make you cringe yeah. and make the hair on your neck stand on end. It's it's awful. So there are injuries that can happen with this. Rarely does it end up in any kind of paralyzing or fatal result. That's what gets me, is that like they don't get paralyzed more often. It's. I mean, again, this is evolution. This is how amazing animals are, because this is how they determine dominance, Mm -hmm. just like elk or moose will run into each
0: other, or rams, you know, yeah. this is how they evolved. So I wake up sometimes, and I've slept on my neck weird, and I am, like, incapacitated for days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How how do you fight with your neck and, and, come, so, and like come walk away just fine? I love that
1: you just mentioned, like, you sleeping <laughs> and your neck getting cramps, because we've all been there, right? Oh, it's a fucking Well, hard. you know how giraffes avoid that problem? How? No. They, two ways, they sleep standing up, Fuck that. And they sleep for about five minutes a day. What? I kid you not. So. How? They, they will split up their time throughout the day and they will take one to two minute naps. What? Can you imagine? And. There's no way to live your life. They they what do they do they, at night? So. They
0: have Sorry, to, I'm asking a lot of questions.
1: No, this is great. This is great. They have to spend 16 to 20 hours a day eating. Now so that's that, life I can live. So that leaves little time to sleep. <laughs> so they sleep this way out of necessity. This is just simply how they have adapted. Now, again... You and I hear this, and we're like, that's impossible. That's yeah. crazy. That's no way to live. But this is a, this is a completely different creature. Yeah. They can live that's in insane. ways that are different to us, just like, you know, penguins yeah. can live in freezing temperatures and thrive. So that's all they need. Five fucking minutes. That's crazy. It's insane. It Wait, be-
0: is it five total throughout the day? Yes. or?
1: They they can sleep longer than that, like up to 30 minutes. What? But five minutes is their average. I will say some of my best
0: naps have been like just quick five-minute naps. Yeah, where
1: you just kind of power nap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear
0: but, you. But, I mean, that's in, in partnership with my entire night's sleep. So. With my seven to eight hours. <laughs>
1: So, um, but this is also plus, if they lie down when they sleep, they're very vulnerable to predators. Because imagine if you have legs that long, it takes you a while to get up and get down. So one fact that I have always found interesting about giraffes and kind of funny in my research, I didn't see too much about this, but they have prehensile tongues. That Ooh. are anywhere from wow. Am I keeping you up? Sorry, no. I just <laughs> I'm like way into
0: it. i was It was a big.
1: I was showing you my tongue. It's so like a giraffe. thank you. Your tongue is not 18 to 21 inches long, it though. Is not. I have a
0: very short tongue. I know. I'm very self conscious about it. <laughs> just gonna leave that there. <laughs> That's,
1: I didn't. Inches to centimeters. Let's let's check that out. So their tongues can be 18 to 21 inches long, which starts at about 46 centimeters. Uh That's a really long tongue. That's insanity. But it's somewhat prehensile because when you're at that height eating the canopy leaves off of trees, sometimes you kind of got to reach into the tree Mm. and grab the good stuff. So they can just like rip a whole branch of leaves off of a a twig or a stick, you know. Sticks, pardon me. Branch, um, <laughs> ridiculous. How did you get this confused? And then also, their tongues are very tough, mm-hmm. so they can just chomp yeah, onto thorny the, bushes and trees. The one
0: thing I remember about being in Africa is that thorns are fucking everywhere. Everywhere. All I mean, the worst were the tiny little prickers that would like you like just get like stuck in your clothes. Mm-hmm. But like there'd also be like these three inch long. Like I had a collection of thorns from oh, Africa. My gosh, because they're. In everywhere.
1: So the three inch long thorns are what a giraffe's tongue has no problem
0: with. That's, incra- like, that's, that's how you cool. get it piercing. Like yeah. you could just right there. Right. And they're just like form a nosh on that. Mmm, Tasty. Um, I will say yeah. I don't have a prehensile tongue. Hi. You don't have a prehensile tongue? I do. I don't have a prehensile tongue. But although my tongue is short, I can make a four leaf clover with my tongue. Do you want to? Hey, look at that. There See? it is. Someone t- I had to teach myself that because my tongue was so short. So I think
1: we should put that on our Instagram when we have one. <laughs> I can roll my tongue. Oh,
0: I thought you meant like a hot dog roll.
1: No, it's doing the wave.
0: Uh, That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right. So um, <laughs> our tongue our tongue abilities will be
1: featured on our Instagram. <laughs> now let's talk about what's, what's going on mm-hmm. with giraffes. Because uh, I believe it is surprising. It is surprising. So the giraffes are this iconic animal that we all have heard about, but they're actually quite vulnerable. They are IUCN listed as vulnerable slash threatened, and that's because between 1985 and 2015, their population plummeted at least forty oh, percent. Shit, that's that's around the low range on the estimates. Mm-hmm. There are about ninety thousand left in the wild. As far as giraffes go and wildlife in Africa goes, that's not a lot yeah. left. So, what's happening to them? A number of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're being killed for their coats, which are, you know, similar to leopard coats yeah.
0: or... Um, I mean, they are beautiful. Beautiful You can't patterns. deny that. That does yeah. not mean
1: you need to kill them for it. I
0: completely agree.
1: But, sorry. Um, but but they're also being killed for their meat. So, uh, is, is this technically bush meat or does mm-hmm. it not qualify as bush meat? It does, oh. and it's um, unfortunately it is because livestock in Africa is becoming harder to raise with shrinking land mm-hmm. because multinational corporations are coming in and ousting people from their indigenous land and. Putting palm oil plantations up. So, not only do farmers have less land for their livestock, but conditions to raise their livestock are becoming increasingly difficult because mm. of climate change. So, there is less water, there's less food to feed their livestock. Yeah. So, giraffes, which are an easy to find target and they're large and they're going to feed a whole village, yeah. are the targets. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very much a shame. They are also um, being killed for their tails, which is a status symbol in oh, some Congolese no. communities, which is similar to an elephant's ivory tusks. I was going like, to say, it's like... It's a status symbol, luxury symbol. They should not be killed Like hankos. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And also just general habitat loss, you know, human expansion in cities and suburban areas, Is encroaching on what a giraffe would usually where a giraffe would usually roam. Um, What's very sad to know is that as the world's tallest animal, giraffes are dying in increasing number due to power lines. They're walking into power lines and becoming electrocuted. Think of
0: that. That's an that's crazy. That's a very sad
1: fact. It's. So there are a lot of threats facing giraffes right now and a lot of organizations, conservation organizations admit that giraffes are facing a silent extinction and that's because so much is being put towards rhinos and elephants and rightfully so, but where 400 scientific papers have been published on giraffes, 20,000 have been published on rhinos. So they're not getting this focus and Mm -hmm. even in... African schools in elementary schools, children are taught about the value of the elephant and how yeah. it is world recognized and respected. They're not taught about giraffes. Yeah. So these poor animals are not receiving the credit that they so
0: deserve. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Giraffes, are, there are some other cases like it very much with a lot of African species. I mean, we know about rhinos. We know about elephants, but like rhinos are rhinos winos? Is that what we are? No, I meant to say lions. <laughs> um, there's a lot of large charismatic species that kind of face this problem where you see a lot about them, about like they're often featured in nature documentaries. You see them and since you're seeing them so often, mm-hmm. you think they're okay. They're there everywhere. And then you have to go kind of step back and realize that that's not the case. They're large, they're charismatic, so people are, can can find them and can show them on mm-hmm. screen. Um, and they have amazing behaviors, but that doesn't mean that they're flourishing that they're okay. in any way. It, um, yeah. If anything, if you know, if a filmmaker can find them easily, then so can everybody else. So, so, right. so can people who live there and are hunting them. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of that double-edged sword where yeah, they're amazing and you can go and see them, but that, but that makes people think that they're okay. And right. that's not the case. And that is not the case. So that leaves me
1: with... Two final points, and that is if you are interested in learning more about giraffes, there are a couple different ways you can do so. Check out the Giraffe Alliance, and also check out the documentary, The Last of the Long It's a really incredible film. Um, they are coming out with a sequel right now, uh, which is using collar technology to track giraffes and learn about the, their behaviors where they're going, where they live. That admittedly poses a danger to them too because uh, darting a giraffe is just Mm. tricky work. Darting any wild animal is tricky work and can potentially kill them. So it is very dangerous. Especially large animals. Large animals. So um, the sequel is coming out. I'm very excited to see what it's about. It's called Chasing Giants or uh, Catching Giants, pardon me. Anyway, check out Last of the Long Next as a documentary and you will learn so much about giraffes and organizations that support their conservation. So nice. that's giraffes. Yes. Man. Oh. Yeah. I can't oh,
0: I can't even believe this. Five minutes asleep. I know. I just need to be a giraffe. I think that's it. I need to learn to be a giraffe. Sometimes um,
1: when I have five minutes of sleep, I'm like, I got this. Sleep is for
0: the week. And then a week <laughs> into
1: it, I'm just like, I, like I want fuck, to Fuck, this was a horrible idea. Bradley. Why did I do this? Um. So, shall we pick from our mermaid's purse? Yeah. Is it that time? Do you want to do it? I'm going to do it.
0: Okay, ready? Here I am opening it up for no reason.
1: Okay. We've got the <gasps> painted frogfish. <gasps> this sounds great. All right. I I'm, don't
0: know a lot. Oh, but man. I am a huge fish fan. Yeah. And I believe frogfish are fucking weird looking. Which <laughs> makes sense weird. why they
1: would be on the look. Painted frogfish. So I'm going to imagine something that's brightly colored
0: with okay. big lips. Okay. Is that what it looks like? <laughs> I don't know. So I think they have like frog looking. I mean, they don't have Painted legs because they frog f- they're they're fish. fish. But I'm thinking they have like those what look like weird ass legs. Dude, that, it looks nothing
1: like this. Let me think painted frogfish looks oh i don't know how to describe this this is so weird okay so it does kind of look like a fish but it also looks like a piece of coral it, it comes in a variety of colors and
0: designs i would definitely go with coral yeah it's de- and it's it's described in wikipedia as globulous that it is kind of globulous <sighs> it's the size of a human fingernail what yeah some of them what these designs are
1: beautiful.
0: They are they're not nearly as I mean when I think frogfish, fish, anything frog fish, I think I, yeah. of like a blobfish. fish. You know? Yeah, I thought it's something ugly. They're okay, they can <gasps> grow up to thirty can... centimeters. Ooh. So that's the max. That's one that's one foot. Man, they're literally just like, why are they frogs? I mean, obviously, it's a voracious
1: carnivore.
0: I saw that. Wow. That
1: they'll like strike at things. Oh, hey, how's this for a throwback to episode one? Like other members of its family, the painted frogfish has a benthic and solitary
0: lifestyle. Benthic at that bottom of the sea. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Cool, man. Oh my god, these are super cute. They're not, not at all what I was expecting. No, I mean, they're really ugly. And but I think coral fish would be more of a. Coral fish would accurate. be more appropriate. Or even know. just globfish, because globulus is a fantastic word, and I will use where, it more often. Where do they
1: live? Oh, okay. So they live in the tropical and subtropical waters of the Indo Pacific area and the Red Sea. Ooh. That's
0: cool. Interesting.
1: Um, I love how tropical creatures are usually brightly colored
0: I, and it very makes, vibrant. I remember I would go on trips um, when I was an undergrad, and because they were school sponsored, you usually had to, there was like a dress code, because there would right. be pictures taken, sure. and so it was always, it always said that you had to wear colors that would be found in nature. Mm-hmm. Whenever you want, if you want to wear tropical, that means you could pretty much wear whatever <gasps> fucking color you colors. wanted. And a professor realized that, and he was like, well, I, I, I guess you can wear bright pink, because... There are bright the pink animals flowers, be wearing. there's bright pink fish, and you're like, ha Just kidding. It was a great that's experience. That's super cool. But I remember him coming to the realization that like, if you go to anywhere tropical, you, you can, can wear any bright color that's funny. you want. That's great. I am
1: surprised that I just said the animals wear bright pink. I don't know where I am right now.
0: Are you okay? No. The
1: animals wear bright pink.
0: What put animal? On these little what tiny. animal? Jackets? Maggie has
1: pink besides maybe a bird of paradise. I
0: mean, there's probably fish. This, fun, this, this—literally uh, right here, painted rockfish has pink coloration. It's not bright pink. What animals are pink? There's definitely pink fish. There's starfish,
1: insects, flamingos. There we
0: go. Classic. The bald. Oh, larry? you! Ooh, those things are fucking weird looking. Fin. Good Lord! Crazy I never looking. want to see one of these. It in the literally wild. looks like you took. Doesn't it look like you took a prime, some kind of primate, some generic primate, and, and then put, put a human head in, face on it? Put its head in boiling water, dude. Okay, I'm just gonna
1: say this. Is that your animal next week? No, it looks like this might be a reference that we edit out. It looks like uh, Merle from The Walking Dead. <laughs> We're not editing that on this too. <laughs> Who knew? Oh my god! By the, by the way, Michael Rooker, you don't look like this animal. It was your character, Merle Dixon. Yeah, because you look better. Than
0: However, you paint it blue. He's his character in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's true. Perfect. Oh my gosh! We, well, oh my god! Two for one mermaids purse. We this? ended up with the bald Yukari. Uh, oh my god We Ikari. did a great. This was
1: a great episode. It if was. I do say so myself. Just a reminder to all our listeners out there, even though we are animal enthusiasts, we are not scientists. We are no experts. please don't cite us in any of your research papers or professional work. Do your own research. We really just want you to get excited about animals like we are. But I think that wraps us up for today. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Tune in next time when we learn about more animals, their biology and habitat, the threats they face, and what people are doing about it. Bye!
0: Bye!